Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, how we can use our personal space to improve the planet. We always talk about encouraging people to cycle, you know, bicycle or run or walk. Well, if we make the environment we live in more habitable and enjoyable to be in, why wouldn't we want it? How much thought do you give to the canopy of trees over your property or how you landscape or how your neighbors do? Or maybe our broader neighborhoods. Our next guest is Ed Ball. He is the founder of Ed Ball Landscape Architecture. He spends a lot of time thinking about these issues. It's very much a mission of his, and it's an issue that we care about here on the show as well. Ed, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Well, landscape, I mean, I've used landscapers, and my guess is many of us have over the time. Why and how did this become what we're going to talk about, which is how to make for sustainability? How did this become a mission for you? Well, I spent a lot of time working on projects for, say, about five or six years in the Bahamas. And, you know, it's warm in the Caribbean. And over that period of time, I really did see ocean levels rising. And I started experimenting more with plant canopies and how significantly temperatures differ when you have a series or layers of plant materials versus you're out in the sun. And everybody likes to be in the sun but not to be in the sun when it's 100 degrees or 95 degrees. So I started thinking a little bit more on how to integrate within my own design work, how to reduce the ambient temperature so people want to be bring the, out, the indoors outside. Mm-hmm. And I then started to extrapolate that to the, the broader neighborhoods and the cities that we live in. How can we change the spaces that we live in, that we have today, uh, that they become more uh, usable when it's warmer out. Mm -hmm. Because we're all dealing with this, you know, understanding that the temperature is rising or we're having more extremes in temperature. So how do we use that space? And then at the same time, how do we also reduce the amount of runoff that we have? And when you have a layering of plant materials, you're slowing down water runoff. And that puts more water back in the groundwater table rather than out into the ocean. Do you get the sense that... um you and your colleagues, because I'm, I would expect that there are other people who understand land design, and that you're just shaking your fists or, or whistling in the wind right now in the current political environment. Well, yeah, I mean that's the challenge, right? Is that the po- current political environment is is you're in the weeds, you're it's molasses, and I think my pitch or my communication to people is, hey, look, we need to change our impact on the environment by doing it on our own, not just recycling or driving a hybrid vehicle. You know, we need to look at existing principles, existing technology and say, hey, how do we add more trees or how do we control the water runoff? So we're putting more water back into the groundwater table. I mean, we put out, we use a huge amount of water, say from the Potomac River. In fact, I think I saw a sign down at Great Falls Park at one point where we were took out half the flow of the Potomac River through for potable water use in mm-hmm. the Washington, D.C. area. That's huge. I mean, if you look at the river now and you go, wow, it's a, a river that's got a lot of water, imagine it with twice the flow. So we're living in a world now where it sounds to me that you're arguing that people should be spending more time paying attention to this. I'm listening to this and, I'm, and I might think, geez, there's so little that I can really do. Why should I even bother? Well, I think the biggest challenge is not that there's so little. I think everybody wants to make a change, but they don't know how. You know, it's very common in marketing and media, recycle, right? 
buy an electric car, Tesla, et cetera, et cetera. Well, those are great things, but not everybody can afford a Tesla. Not every, you know, not every low, uh, government allows you to recycle. So my perspective is if I can help Jonathan learn more about how he can help reduce the impact, his impact on the environment or make his neighborhood more livable or his, his, his home, his garden more livable all year round. You know, it's, it's shown in many scientific studies that the more time we spend outdoors, the more at peace we are. We are all very, very busy people and we don't take that time to be at peace. So it's part of nature, it's part of ecosystems. But, at, you know, we talked offline earlier and I really look at it as we all care about how we look and present ourselves in society every day, you know, how we dress. You know, it might be casual, it might be black tie, it might be a suit. Well, we also care about how our house looks. If you have guests over, you care about how it looks. Well, the greater environment, I'm challenging people to think, how do we look at the greater environment, not just our homes or our own personal space? Because we talk about personal space, like don't get in my personal space. Well, I think we need to expand that concept a little bit. Not that you're not allowed in my personal space of the overall environment, but that we need to care about how our greater community looks. And if that means adding trees to the top of uh, parking garages or adding plant materials on facades of buildings and parking garages, which is starting to happen. You know, I mean, you see that all over the world. It's occurring in Reston, Virginia right now. Uh, a lot of new buildings are trying to add more trees and things like that. But I think we need to challenge ourselves. How do we increase that concept or that notion into our parks? You know, look at the highways. They removed all the trees because of maintenance issues. But I challenge my challenge to the, you know, the government and to each individual is there are plant material solutions that we can use on highways and we will reduce our ambient temperature which makes the spaces more livable. People will want to walk rather than, oh, it's only two blocks away, but it's 95 degrees out. Why do I want to go outside? I'll just drive, right? So we always talk about encouraging people to cycle, you know, bicycle or run or walk. Well, if we make the environment we live in more ha 